Well, let's go straight to Richie Callender. Richie, that's what racing's all about, isn't it? Great stories. I can't believe I'm sitting here just smiling. You're happy. It's and just hearing Mike say, you know, we've got this, then we've got the Baggett. Uh, that'll get us uh, hopefully to England. It's it, it is. It's what dreams are made of. That's why we all buy shares. It's all you know the punt and uh, to hear that the boys because Tim Ryan from the Tab was on yesterday. He said, look, I thought it had a chance. He said, but now I don't want to. I don't want to cheer for it because it's our worst way. So they just keep backing it and backing it. I love the punters winning, and I love Mike and. And what he said about the, the rehab with the horse with the tendons too, that, that, that just goes to show how much you, know, you care for not just the horse but your owners. Uh, you say, no, we want to keep it within because we don't want to disappoint people if something goes wrong again. But what a great story. Yeah, I was listening yesterday morning. I looked, I looked, I looked. I swear I almost clicked the button. I said, oh, I'm taking tips off trainers now, Rich. What are you doing? I wish I'd just clicked yes. <laughs> hey, Rich, uh, Fearson saluted uh, at Rose Hill Gardens yesterday. What did you make of the race? Well, the yeah, Festival great. States, uh, look, it was beaten on its merits down at Golden by Grabini, but, um, yeah, it was outstanding yesterday, tough on speed. Um, look, the third horse uh, of, um, of Chris Lee's Rustic Steel will be better next week, uh, a little bit fitter, but the sad thing is that it's going to be a 10 times tougher race next week. But the um, I thought the second horse was probably a tad unlucky. Williamsburg just couldn't get through. But uh, Tommy Sherry, he's really taking the next step. He's flying, and well done to Brad Whitup. Uh, that was a big effort, Pearson. I was on second and third. It didn't help me, dog. Oh, it was. Um, it, it was. It, look, it was good racing out there yesterday. I, I was still sort of. I was still in the prone position after Zagallo. <laughs> I just. I, I'm kind of shocked. I, I just, I've never heard a trainer do that. And then they went into the festival stakes. It was great. Hey, can I talk to you, Richie, what you thought about Storm Boy, the two-year-old, yesterday? Look, it was a small field. It did what we thought it would do, and it heads to the Magic Millions Waterhouse bot. It's the sort of horse that could win a million, do you think? Yeah, well, look, look, we're getting not as many two-year-olds hit the um start racing at the moment. A lot of trainers are now being more patient, Bernie, and we're getting a smaller field, smaller field, yeah, less okay. races. We had a lot programmed and a few races had to go by the way. Look, Gage certainly very much of the old style. Up and running early and Adrian's taking that along with, with Gay. And yeah, look, he was awesome yesterday. He handled the, the, the wet track, although the track was drying out at, at all times, but he's a lovely cold. He might just be a good sire, this um, Justify. Um, they've held him back. He's had a few trials. He was good. Second horse traffic warden went good, and even the third one, Canara, don't give up on on her. I'm telling you, Brini, she just looks like she she looks like she's been partying with Bjorn Baker, and she's just a bit of a drunk at the moment, but she's got the ability. But the winner was very good, and he'll make his presence follow at the Gold Coast. Yeah, good one. Hey, just expand on that for me for a sec, Richie, just about the trainers and holding back a little bit, and what's going on there in the two year old ranks. Well, I just. Look, it was always we've always been programmed in, in particularly in Australian racing, get the horses out of the sales, get them out, get them broken in, get them up racing nice and early. With the amount of prize money and throughout horses' careers now, I, I don't think there's the urgency as there was back in the day. Yeah. Uh, the big there's some big prize money races as three year olds, four year olds and five year olds, and the money's there every week. And I think some trainers uh, and look it's really the horse tells, not the horse doesn't speak, obviously, but the horse tells you like it. You see some young footballers are superstars and under H nines and tens, they get the 14s, they're, they're still okay, they don't make it to the NRL. Some develop late and they turn the corner. There's, there's not as much emphasis or targeting 
to get the horses up and running now as there was in previous years. It's just a, you know, a different cyclical event happening at the moment where I think the, a lot of trainers are saying, no, I think it'll be better in time, we'll be more patient, and we're not seeing as big a fields early on in the two-year-old season. Uh, what did you make of overpass in Perth, Rich? I spoke to Bjorn yesterday morning. He was I've never heard him so... Well, he's always confident, uh, but that's usually when he's got a beer and he's on the dance floor. But he was <laughs> ultra-confident. He was surprised about the drift. Great ride. The track was certainly, you'd think, it was playing off the inside. Yeah. We had a lot of horses steaming down the middle. The horse in the race before had, had led two, but it was still a couple off. Um, he, and I know that you said it was about Shane Dyke. Brini, please. Shane took off at the 900 on the end across and bought two pies on the home turn and shook hands with some patrons. Josh Parr waited till he got to the home straight. It's just a straight line from there, and he just went searching for the best ground. That was a great ride. Shane Dyer was a great rider, but his ride at the end across wasn't. Yeah, well, I was just talking about his position on the track. I can tell you what, Richie, after I got myself off the prone position because I didn't back Zicarlo. I put everything left in my account on overpass. I was just that confident. And um, I was happy that he went wide and and he did what he did. Richie, he bolted in in a group one race. I mean, he belted him. Do you want to hear, And like, the average bloke in the street, you, me, Breeny, the average bloke who who are racing's customers, Johnny, um, Melissa, uh, Lisa, Danielle, Ingrid, none of them care that how silly is racing that overpass is a Group 1 winner in the winner bottom. And think about it, who won the uh, the Everest. Didn't get a Group 1 for that. Oh, well, the big... Um, oh, God. <laughs> we'd, ha- we'd have to have a whole show, Richie, with what's going on politically in the racing scene at the moment and the angst that's going on over the stud book and the stud book going forward. And we might never work again if we talk about it, but I tell you what, there's a lot going on. Hey, Richie, we'll talk to you next week. You have a good week. I'll be going to Hawkesbury today. And, Dog, just for you, Doggy, right, the last race at Hawkesbury, number 12, 12, Schifrin. You have something on that. We, we, you might be able to take me out for lunch.